There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yayo, yayo, folks. Welcome to the latest and greatest from the Yonko table. That's the voice of Grandmaster Hoop back at the helm. See, I don't know what to call this seat anymore, but here we are coming at you this night to tackle Moon Knight. Yes, Moon Knight. We're on episode three of the new hit Disney Plus Marvel series, Moon Knight. And boy, oh boy, this show keeps getting interesting with each and every episode. So we're here to deep dive what's been happening to Mark, Steve, Scotty, Larry, and who knows whoever else. And of course, Moon Knight. But with me, as always, is fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney. Dr. Jace Attorney, are you enjoying the midnight ride of moon night i am enjoying the midnight ride of moon night um i will admit however i was not entirely on board with this episode completely uh compared to the last two episodes i really like the last two episodes uh this one i had moments that i really liked uh and we'll get into it as we deep dive the episode uh but there were God, there were just some slow moments where I was kind of like, can we get it moving along a little bit? But uh, yeah, I mean, still, I'm intrigued. Questions raised, good questions, questions that I, I'm, you know, thinking about right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, a little bit of a stumble in this episode, but but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Hey, that's fair. Not every episode has to be the breadwinner or the big bang ring. So that's okay. And again, it's still fun to be a part of this MCU and be, you know, deep diving and seeing where they could go in the greater scheme of things. But we are not alone, Dr. Jason Knight. Let's hear who's gonna be joining us tonight to talk about Moon Knight. Who's that dork? It's Stars. All right, let's get into this. Um, and again, uh, there's a lot to get into. I think this episode, uh, again, they keep giving us more, a little by little every time. Um, I think for me, my biggest takeaway from this episode was that trial scene. I really enjoyed the trial. That was probably the highlight for me. And the pyramid. I, the pyramid, right. Inside the pyramid. I really enjoy just kind of peeling back what's really going on or what other powers are at play here. The so, layers. of course, the layers like an onion. Of course, we've already met Khonshu. Uh, we're starting to learn a little more about Kanchu and his backstory. And not only that, the other Egyptian gods are here. Well, not I, all of them. Some I of them. I think the coolest part to see that, like, these avatars of these Egyptian gods are just living in plain sight. You know, they're just yep. there chilling around, you know, doing whatever, not interfering with, you know, actions of man. Kind of like the Eternals. They, but... Yeah, they, they took the Eternals. Uh, well, <laughs> There's stick a little bit, right? Not To a certain degree, as I think it was Horus. I don't know which one was talking at the time. I think Horus was saying they were supposed to just observe. And the reason why they just observe, because they feel abandoned by 
humanity, which is a common theme we see in modern day mythologies. As I think of like Percy Jackson, you know, the Greek gods the feel Greek. some type of way. <laughs> so the Egyptian gods are feeling some type of way and they're supposed to just observe. But Khonshu here still likes humanity, one, and then B, uh, he was outcasted by um the rest of them yeah I, so yeah. he wanted to go and kind of serve justice throughout you know the earth and try to make sure that he was you know doing things the right way making sure that people would get like avenged in a way um <clears throat> and then unfortunately the gods were like yo you gotta stop interfering on behalf of man that's not cool so he was kind of castigated from them and pushed off to the side um, and it sounds like in this episode, he's, I don't want to do the big reveal, but it seems like he was... You can uh, say the big reveal. It's okay. Stone, and I think like he's been turned into stone before, you know, like he's he's gone through that before. Um, so it seems like... He's familiar with it. Right. It's a reoccurring cycle for him that he's like stuck in this like, okay, like I'm going to go and rebel against like your order because I don't feel like this is something that i want to do you know right and i i get that vibe he is the 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 rebellious one of the bunch you know if they're all like in a relationship like brother sister whatever kind of going on here hierarchy he is the rebellious one who wants to do right and they're telling right. him not to and he yeah it de he he definitely um you know he definitely he's he's been down this road he alluded it to mark that you know uh, they'll probably turn me to stone, you know, and for what we didn't know as the audience, stone means, I I don't know if y'all interpreted this, no more Moon Knight, no more, no more summon the suit, right? He didn't I think so. Remember, if I turn into stone, uh, like, you won't get the healing powers of my suit. So, that is true. He did tell, he did tell Steven to tell Mark. <laughs> To come save him. Uh, oh, at the but end. I think that was more of a threat, saying like, "Listen, if you don't get the scarab back and I get turned into stone, I'm taking the suit with me." But he said to Stephen, like, kind of like, "Hey, take the suit, come find me, save me." So I think the suit still is on Stephen at the end of that scene. And I gotta say, that scene was actually probably the coolest scene, like seeing him rewind the stars oh i like i like the parallel of them doing it together yes yeah right that was cool whenever yes. they tapped into the supernatural element of the of just the mythos in this episode that's where i was really invested like i yeah. liked how even even going back to the trial scene i liked how it wasn't just like some beacon that they shoot into the sky i mean i guess at the end of the day it kind of was but uh what was it uh he said how do we how do we call the gods together? And he's like, oh. all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, but they're not gonna be happy. And what he calls the solar eclipse. Yeah, he calls the solar eclipse, and it <laughs> and caught it, their attention. Yeah, it caught their attention, and I it was whoever was the the leading god in that that trial scene, but he was like, you better have a good reason <laughs> to be putting solar eclipses out there. Don't you dare do that again. What's what are you doing now, Conchu? Is <laughs> Because I think the leading god in Egyptian mythology is Ra, but they haven't mentioned Ra at all. Ooh. 
Well, again, not all of them were there. Right, uh, like right. it was only the ones, I guess, who either a have an avatar, or just be give a shit. Or they could be in stone. They, they could, could be, in, be stone. in stone. That's right. Who's or they could be Haki's the only one in stone. Or they could be like Amit, who is in a tomb. So, right. But is they, Amit a god? I have to look into that. Amit's a god. I, I looked it up. Amit is uh, a god. And it's a uh, she, of, right? Of is Amit she? Got it. She. Alligator. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, she's, the alligator. She's, okay. Well, she's the head of an alligator, and I forget what the rest of the body is. It's um, usually like the body is human with heads of animals. No, but, I, 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 I think I looked it. Up. I think Amit is Amit's kind of like an oddball. Amit is kind of a interesting. Sounds like a Quasimodo of the bunch. Ooh. There's like uh, I have. I mean, Amit so. is a head of the crocodile, uh, the hind quarters of a hippo, and the four quarters of a lion. Mm, so they're saying she's thick. <laughs> she thick. She a chimera. Thick. Is that what we're saying? She's thick. Yeah, she's a chimera of sorts, right? That's um, insane. Um, we did, um, did other name drops like Osiris. Um, yeah, Osiris. Uh, did we get Anubis? Gosh, there was. I don't. No, was they didn't mention Anubis. I'm sure no, Anubis is. They did. They mentioned Anubis. Yeah, Horus, Anubis, um, Hatar, Hatar, Hatar. That was the girl who uh, started talking to him in the beginning. Right. Which I think is this one here, with the wings. Oh, with the wings. Okay. Okay. There's a lot um, of gods in here to keep track of. I'm not as familiar with Egyptian mythology as I am with Greek mythology. You got to go watch that trash movie with um. Don't you dare. Oh, no. you, what, what was it? Which Lannister? Yeah, yeah, with Jamie Lannister and... Uh, oh, was uh, it Gods and... Uh, gods or something. Right. Oh, my God. And it's Gods and something. Damn it. You can make me look at Chad, it. Chadwick's in it, too. Um, no. It's not Gods and Monsters. I, I do want to say I Gods and Monsters. You know, but I you know don't want to talk not. about the whitewashed yeah. Egyptian pantheon. <laughs> right. Horrible. Uh, I saw it. Correct. Um... How'd y'all feel when Arthur came on the scene and, you know, uh, kind of, you know, twisted that trial in his own way? I thought that was kind of where it lost me a little bit because yeah. the trial. How they're listening to him. Listening to both because Conchu's game in this was just to say, look at him. He's doing something. And Arthur's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> right. They kind of just took his word for it. And, and it's like, how does this trial like balance? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just wasn't. Like, yeah, I didn't like it. To take the word of a god over some peace hippie that's walking on glass. That, like, I that, don't. That's like a, a human. That's a human. <laughs> and I get it. Like, Kanchu is banished, so he's like disgraced and everything. But I'm. I, I, oh my god. I don't know. I just. I just did I not like how. I like the concept of the trial and the setting and everything. I just didn't like how Konshu was just, listen to me. This is what he's doing. Believe me. Listen and to me now. Arthur's like, no, he's a liar. He's a liar. Do you that's think funny. that's kind of, you know, just reflect reflective of how they look at Konshu, though? 
It could have a deeper meaning. It it could just yeah, he could be so disgraced that they don't even take his word on anything anymore. Right, that's kind of how I was thinking, but yeah. Oh man. I mean, it, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you can ex you could fill in the gaps, I guess, to explain stuff like that away, but I don't know. Uh that still doesn't protect the fact that, you know, Kanshu went in with like <laughs> no evidence to this trial as as an attorney i must tell you if you go into court you must bring your evidence your exhibits yeah why didn't you just say arthur show them what you have in your pocket and he pulls out like the scarab that like leads you to amidst two he could have shown them so many things the scarab the um like That's where they're digging like anything anything of use because yeah there was no Evidence, no evidence was, uh, I don't know your legal jargon. Evidence, uh, <laughs> evidence. No, like, it was, yeah, 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 it's just nothing. There's just nothing. So I think, I think overall though, the scene was cool because I think the, uh, the other really big takeaway, we may see other avatars come into action. That's cool. I like that. Uh, and maybe they have their own moon night. <laughs> All their own like outfit, like type of deal. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. They that, can do that. That would be awesome. Even if that would be really cool. Um, but I think that the uh, the cool part of this episode was we got to see things from Mark's perspective, and then yes. Steven and do the blackout, and then Mark is like, "What just happened, Steven? What did you do?" No, I, I, I that was one of the stronger aspects of the episode because you know up until. This week, we were always seeing things from Steven's perspective. And whenever he gets, you know, zoned out, clocks out, switches to Mark, and then back again. So we understood how, you know, Steven was seeing things. This time, it's like you said, Darius, they switched it up a bit. Now it's Mark getting zoned out, Steven taking control. Seemingly, Steven. Right, seemingly, Ooh. seemingly, which was really interesting because... Um, There's a Because what happened, uh, it was... It was Mark was fighting the dudes who this is. I thought it was really good. We finally get to see kind of Mark in action in mercenary mode. Um, I actually really like the part where the dude was licking the knife and Mark's. What are you <laughs> doing? Like, dying laughing at his Will Smith moment where he stopped and he's like, Whoosh, and slapped him in the cross of face. Oh, because oh, he's a little kid. boy. Because he's a little yeah. boy. He's just yeah, a boy. <laughs> but um, yeah. So then what? Um, uh, uh, Mark. I'm sorry. Steven is telling mark to stop it and then yeah he makes him zone out and then the next thing we realize is he's stabbing one of them no he's one of them's already well first he's in a taxi the airport right right well well he, yes they're going to the airport when mark takes back over he sees the guys and they're like just leave us alone <laughs> just leave us alone and, and then like, he chases him again and then um he zones out and you think Steven's about to take over, but Steven wouldn't stab anybody. Steven right, wouldn't. Right. right. And I'm telling you, it's Scotty. Scotty? Is that one of the personalities? The one for... from the museum with the security guard kept calling oh. him Scotty. Oh, you're on that train. No. Oh my no, gosh. What do you no. mean? It's no. Him. You're crazy. Air it to it. And if that's the case, we get to see a different Moon Knight suit, which would be pretty cool. That would be yeah. didn't didn't uh the the promotional image show three suits? No, it just well it showed it, it Mark, showed the 
Suit I mean, one. It showed Mr. Knight and it showed um Moon Knight. And then what was then in the middle? Mark, Mark or Steven has like a he looks like he's about to go into a rap battle. Oh. He looks like B Rabbit from Eminem. Eight yeah. Mile, right. Um, maybe okay. that's his suit, a hoodie. <laughs> I guess. I wonder what's the ba- what the balance is because you have Mark who's the mercenary, which he pretty much gets shit done <laughs> for the most part. Steven, who's who's the pacifist, who's the middle guy? You know, like what the bloodthirsty one. I think if, if there is a third one, it would be the one that was in uh Latveria. Latveria, which one Oh is? what the executions? In, yeah, in ep- no in episode oh. one. Like he would like black out and wake up in a pool of blood. Are oh, you talking about the Alps? The Alps. Latveria. <laughs> you said Lat- Latveria, you're just trying to throw in some other Marvel. Latveria. Um, which it, they it, did drop one. Did you catch it? What? Which the one? Doctor Doom thing? No, Layla and Mark have been to Magic Mag- Magic Did yeah? They mentioned oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Me, I need you guys to just hear me out for one second here on. Take here it, take go. it, take down it. Down the rabbit hole. <clears throat> they are in a different universe than the universe where the Avengers are in. They never had to experience the blip. And they never had um, any of the superheroes there. They not once mentioned the blip. They never mentioned anything that the Eternals did. They never mentioned any of the other Avengers. So I don't think, unless they mention it in this next couple of episodes, I don't think it's in the same universe. Because right when this ends, multiverse begins. Also, the gods... I think that they there's too much power going on in multiple universes. So these gods being on this planet or on this verse is like, it's okay because they're kind of the ones that are overwatching everything. Kind of like the Eternals are overwatching one and like other galactic forces are overwatching other multiverses. But I don't think that this is the same multiverse that we had with the Avengers. Also in episode one, it looks so much like Doctor Doom's Latveria, you know, like the castle. In, the castle. They're, they're not gonna do <laughs> Doctor Doom like that. Something on it. Don't. Uh, well, there was someone I, I remember seeing a, a a TikTok on it where it's the first episode, and it's when Steven's driving the the van, and you can yeah. barely make out part of the of this box thing behind him, and it says, "You see, Vaughn." And then you see what is supposed to be a letter D. No. It's like, yes, yes. I, Someone sent it in the group I chat. I don't recall. But. A hundred percent. That That's Victor Von Doom. Egg. Um, I mean. It, but it, who in the Alps would have sacred treasures like the Scarab? Arthur Harrow. That was his place. That was not his place. That was Victor Von Doom's place. I. I'm I'm running with this theory. Let's go. Maybe 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 or if, if we're if we're picking back off of that multiverse theory, maybe in that universe, that is Arthur's place, and Victor Von Doom's is just like a, a delivery service in in that universe. Oh, gross! But then in the MCU, that same area that Arthur has no control over, bam, Victor Von Doom. I, I already filled in the gaps for you. Listen, you had me with your multiverse theory, and I thought it was really good. Um, then you lost me trying to throw him Victor Von Doom. 
you lost. No, that, 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 I, the Von Doom thing is an actual thing. No, no, I know. I believe I believe the the box thing. I do believe Easter eggs, but they are gonna do right by Doom after so many have already failed. So yes. I don't think they're gonna do trinkets like that. They're gonna give him his due rights. So many but, um, fans out there, but like there are so many Doctor Doom fans. I know, I know, but this is a Moon Knight show. And this I, director, I think, is doing a really good job of highlighting just the, well, there's a lot of Egyptian culture. There's a lot of Middle Eastern culture as far as, you know, the music and as well as, the yeah. of course, the setting. And I think we're going to eventually see some uh, ideolo ideologies play out. Um so uh, that's why I say he's keeping it very, very streamlined right now. Yeah, that's uh, true. I was going to yeah. say for the I thought it was kind of cool that the lady was doing like that. And they were like, oh, this is like a, a wedding chant. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's it's cool to see like that part of the culture. Also, her outfit with like that gold chain that was like imprinted on there. And she like took it apart and they were like moon stabbing. Yeah. Right. I was like, dang, look at her. She's cool. Layla's She's definitely cool. cool. I, I didn't think she'd be stabbing people, which, okay. So the action in this episode, you know, Dr. Jace has the, the background going on. Um, I think they are, they're showing their, they're showing their cards. Some, it was kind of gruesome a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah. I was uh, not expecting them things to be sticking to people's backs. And uh, right. making that flesh cutting sounds, you know? Yeah, yeah. and I didn't know uh, Moon Knight had like kind of like a Deadpool thing going on where he could get stabbed like multiple times. And I, I mean, I didn't know that either. It, I, I, it still immobilizes him, it still injures him in a way, but I didn't, I didn't know he, he could take hits like that. Um, so I remember X Men Legends 2. Is he in X Men Moon Knight's in X Men Legends too? Yeah, he is. He was a a bonus character that you got if you beat something another. I forgot what it was. You see how they randomly just toss Moon Knight into games? Like, why the hell not put him in X Men Legends? We've always known him. We've always seen him, and we just didn't know anything about him. We didn't know Jack Squire. I didn't know his cape could absorb and redirect bullets. I didn't know that, that was actually kind of cool. It, it that was cool. Back. It wasn't like just oh the the cape is bulletproof, so therefore I can block bullets. That thing spun <clears> those <throat> things right back. It's mad. Right. It's, it's the cloth. There's like the the sacred cloths that get wrapped around him. Each part of that cloth is like it, it does the same thing as the cape does. Ooh. I think there's like certain parts where he can like even extend it out and kind of like like grab people isn't isn't a i'm pretty sure i've seen this in like either i mean it has to be video games because i've only seen moon knight outside of this in video games isn't there like like a glider or something that moon knight has like can he fly with something i swear his cape looks like it can turn into a glider i mean he, he did it this episode where he did like the half moon glide yes yeah that um, one uh -huh. but i don't know if he can full-on fly i think there was something that he had that where he could fly. I, I can't, I, I probably need to look it up. I, I swear to God, I remember seeing this dude fly with something. 
Um, not not with this cape, but no, like some uh, some like a uh, little hover. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I feel I feel I've seen something like that too. Nothing cheesy. It's it, it's it's not the spider copter or whatever, you know. No, not no spider copter. No, <laughs> but uh, like no, def definitely theming around himself, Moon Knight. Um, right. But oh, I have to correct myself. I'm so sorry. He is in. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, not X Men Legends Two. Oh, okay. Ooh, that sounds more accurate, right? Common mistake. They're made by the same developers, if I'm not mistaken. Same gameplay. It so, is. um, Doctor J, were you earlier about to say though you were not a fan of the choreo in the fights in specific parts? So when when Mark was the one at the helm and he was fighting, um, the the guys with knives there were right. pockets of i don't know it just felt a little weak the way he was fighting some of those characters right. like i i think i was spoiled a little bit with something like shang chi where the fights were heavily emphasized um and therefore they had to really go all in on the choreography but because of that i i saw wow so when marvel really commits to selling a fight scene bam they can do it um, and then that kind of comes back from when we saw Black Widow. That was one of the main criticisms of Black Widow. They were like, oh my God, these, these fight scenes, they're, they're kind of weak. Um, so coming into this, I, I don't know, like just certain scenes where Mark is fighting, because it's three guys. And I guess one of them is a child, but you know, he's fighting multiple people at once. I just wanted a little bit more, but then you have those little pockets where it's like for comedy. So the so the scene that you mentioned where um the guy's like licking his knife and <laughs> Mark's just <laughs> going in on his face. I'm like, "Okay, that that was funny. I like that." Um but then when he gets the suit towards the end of the episode, I felt like it looked better at that point cuz now it was like him versus like 20 different guys. Um I don't think we got that yet with Moon Knight where he's fighting multiple different people. It's mostly been one-on-one -on -one ordeals. Um, yeah, with the jackals, and we could have got those, but they didn't show it in episode one. Right, and, exactly. You know, I, I think there's too much um, camera pivots, like too much editing in it where it's like, you don't get to see yes fully hit and do like a couple fights. Like one of the best superhero choreography fight scenes were the ones from the Netflix shows like with Daredevil and like- Oh yes. yeah, hands yeah. down. Oh my God. <laughs> It like literally stayed in one spot and he was fighting the whole time. The choreography was amazing. This one, it was like the cameras jumped all over the place and between him and Layla, like in between hits too. Like it wasn't like a hit would happen and then it would jump to someone. It was like smack and then Layla would go in and it's like, all right. I'm, I'm now, I, I definitely agree with the camera work. There was a nauseating scene that I rewinded four times four times because I I kept zoning out like after five seconds I'm like wait d did I miss something it's the scene where um you know uh Arthur is trying to show that new character um the the, the actor that passed away recently uh I I, I forgot oh, the character's um, name um guess guess bar oh let me Gaspar? just pull it up Gaspar? Me, I, well, I got it I got yeah. it yeah um, but the that character right and the, at the jousting scene Arthur's trying to convince him Hey, I'm the real deal. I have these supernatural abilities. Take a look at this. And while he's doing that, 
they have guns pointed at Layla and they have guns pointed at Mark. And it's this weird scene where you see Boy. Mark standing there, right? It's Mark standing there, guns pointed at him. And the and he camera, takes the gun. He not yet. The camera turns and, and then and then you see like the horses like coming up from the jousting thing, like they're getting ready to fight. And then off camera you hear, where'd he go? And it comes back and Mark is is gone. It, it was a very, very weird scene. And then it turns out Mark within that three second time span teleported all the way up to the the, the pyramid or not the pyramid, but the where, yeah. where that sarcophagus was, the 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 building, right? Yeah. He teleported on top of that, and there he was as Moon Knight. I I rewatched that scene like four times because it was so disorienting how they shot that. I I I'm glad Darce pointed it out because now that he said, I'm like, oh my god, there was a scene, there was a scene I hated how they shot, and it was just go back and watch that scene. I'm telling you. I wanted to throw up <laughs> after watching that. I, scene. I don't. I don't want to point fingers, but then I guess it's just a credit to the direction, and like the director and the editing crew and the cinematography, how they combine those scenes together, and that's what it really comes down to. Some people are just keen for this. It's the an art. People form. who worked on right. It, it it is an art form. The people who worked on Daredevil did a fant phenomenal job. That's peak for me as far as. Chore fight choreo goes and then the Captain America films do a good job too uh after the first one not the first one um yeah. and then Shang-Chi blew it out of the water uh first time around um so I guess that's again that yeah it's an art form some people are just not cut out for it um and you mentioned something um and I think the people who are listening to our podcast would like us to talk about a little the actor that passed away um we talked so about it before um the podcast but let's talk about it here what was his name again uh, gaspard i don't know how to pronounce yuli yuli it's french yuli i'm gonna say it's pronounced yuli okay. i hope i'm saying that right um that's yeah, his but, human name no that's just that's the actor his gaspard yuli <laughs> the actor I don't know. is that his earth name <laughs> that is the actor's name his Midgard gaspard. name that is the actor Uli. Uli. So, me so my... what was his character in this? Series? He was he held the black sarcophagus. Right. Uh, was it a black? Oh, why did I say black? Was it a black sarcophagus? Guy that knew the location of a Right. He had the 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 map that right. could lead yeah, them. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So that is why they went to him. Uh, and apparently, he knows Layla uh, from. Right. Yeah. Out. Um, uh, but I don't think he's a one and done character. I think he will return. Um, which is you know sad because he passed away. It is sad. after they finished filming. So I remember hearing about it in the news that like ah, oh, there's a character that was filming in in Moon Knight, and I remember hearing that like oh man, this sucks because. Apparently, this character is like a big character for the not big, but like he's a character that is supposed to be bigger than just like a, a henchman, you know, like he was supposed to come back and do <clears throat> other stuff. Yeah, um, so I, I don't want to say who he is. I, I read, I don't know if y'all looked at, I mean, I didn't mean to find it, 
but it sounds interesting. I'm not trying to read up on Moon Knight. But oh, you, yes, mean, you mean the character he was going to play? Yeah, the right. character or, or what let's, his let's, character becomes. Let's just do this really quick. All right. For those who do not want the spoilers, you can hit the 15 second skip button. Wait, then, I don't want to know. No, the yeah, no, 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 no. I yeah. know who the character We're not going to talk about because I don't even know. I, I, I saw the name. We established no, it in episode one. I have that damn encyclopedia right there in the back. <laughs> I can look it up right now. I don't want to. I would have yeah, been surprised. No, I just saw the name. I didn't click on the wiki page, so I don't know who it is. It just sounds cool. So I was like, <laughs> let me not read into this. Let me not look up anything else. But Fine, I'll look it up now. Don't say anything. But yes, it's definitely, I mean, of course, it's unfortunate and very saddening. Uh, you know, the untimely passing of Gaspard. But, um, you know, uh, at, at this point, all we could do is, you know, enjoy his legacy and what he's left behind, the work he's done. I hope they gave him some good material to work with. Um, uh, based on what I saw, I think we're going to get some good material. Oh, my God. Oh, Just man. the name that's alone. Gonna, it was the name alone. I that's was like, going to hurt worse, man. God. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's Because it's like you said, it's not even like a throwaway character. He's like, he. they probably gave him a big role and he's probably committed to it. Um, and he probably gave it his all. And he was, I can imagine his excitement with whoever the character is. I don't know who it is. But I can imagine if it's someone big, like uh, Gaspar was probably really excited to, you know, bring this character to life and probably um, return to him in the years to come, whether it's Moon Knight season two or uh, Moon Knight. Another movie. Marvel. Right. Yeah. Any in any of the media. Right. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to him and his, well, his family um, and his loved ones. But yeah, we'll see what is in store for the rest of his character. Uh, how did y'all... I, I I feel this episode did a really good job at the back and forth between Steven and Mark. They've... yeah. Uh, what's the word? They've proved new ground. They seem to be at better they odds be with working. each other. Yeah, they, they, they seem to be more cooperative now because now they've kind of... Um, made distinct what their identities are so mark is the physical one he's the one that can handle himself in a fight and mark kind of accepted the fact that hey for the the brain the brainiac stuff steven's really smart with this stuff he's he knows about uh mythology uh constellations um star reading star navigation steve's a smart guy he's steve's very smart timid guy. very timid but uh he has his he has his strengths um and i think you know this is the halfway point right this is episode three this is episode three so technically this is the midpoint yeah mid-season mid finale right, felt, right that ending i mean may not have been as climactic Actually, as people no, it wanted did. yeah it because the god right go ahead yeah Conchu. he's Conchu, he's yeah <laughs> He's subdued, and it's like, oh my God, where? What's gonna happen from here? You know, the the they're not in a good uh, scenario right now. Um, and then, on top of that, too, is Arthur working with one of the avatars? I think so. What with that? I mean, they did hint. Uh, I, I think it was um, who was the female one? Uh, Hathar. Hathar, yeah. Hathar. Um, I think. It was either Hathar or uh, 
mark that said i didn't know who to trust um and like the the council or whatever um but then the scene at the end i think horace horace uh the you know the guy that was walking with arthur at the very end I, i don't think he's in on what's going on i think he probably just informed um arthur like hey by the way I, I knew it. This guy was trouble. And I, I, I think he even said that. He was like, oh, yeah, you were right. He's he's trouble. Like, look what he did. He he was spinning the star sky, like, all the way back then. You're not allowed to do that, apparently. Um, so well, that's them. I guess that's interfering on too grand of a scale. It's like interfering not with nature, scale. the laws of nature. Right. Because yes. he basically turned back time. Drawing attention to the fact that gods are still amongst them. Oh, that's what it was. That's why Khonshu got in trouble. He almost exposed their existence. Right. That's exactly. what it was. And, and so yes. moving the stars in the sky, I mean, you're kind of exposing yourself right there. Which is crazy because right. it's like, on what scale? Like, you're moving the stars. It's not, they made it seem like it's a map on the, on the earth. Stars are stars. <laughs> They're out there. Yeah. So what was he spinning? Was he just spinning the image <laughs> oh. of stars from the perspective of like Earth? Yeah, from the perspective. Sp- okay. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sp- I, I mean, I, at that logic, it's like Superman. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking too much into it. It's yeah, like, we're thinking Superman too much. Run backwards to the right. Side. Exactly. No, no, that's exactly where my head was going. He turned back time. He, he turned he, back time. Uh, he turned back Earth's location in time. Right, right. And, and it so was just for something brief. Right. He wasn't like chaos control. <laughs> he wasn't stopping time <laughs> or rewinding it. Sonic's still on my mind. But he also uh, said, who the hell cares? And that's the problem The problem the others have with him. But you know what? This, this is good because it shows... The amount of power that Khonshu has, you know, like yes. these gods have power, like they're right. not to be. And it makes me wonder, you know, how like could Khonshu do that? Because specifically, he's like the moon god, so he he dealt with like the night sky. I mean, that's that's a pretty powerful damn thing, spinning the night sky like that. And then he also did the eclipse. I wonder what some of the other gods can manipulate. Um, Ra is the sun. sun. Ra's the sun. Um, Anubis is death. Anubis, right. De- uh, Horus is, uh, I think, life. Okay. And, Horus and then life. music and love is Hoth. Heart. Do you, know, do you know Osiris? Osiris is knowledge. Okay, okay. I don't know. I got to look that up. It's in the encyclopedia. That's how I learned all that yeah. stuff. We need oh, to study up on the Egyptian pantheon for sure. For sure, for I'm sure. I'm waiting for God of War 2 to come out. That's where I learned my mythology. Oh, God of I'm War. Kidding. Oh, no, that's Norse still. No, you should go read the author of Percy Jackson, Rick Roydon. He made another series based on yeah, I heard of that. the Egyptian. I heard he, of that. he has one on Norse too. So He writes so many like stories on because i know it starts off with greek greek mythology but then it just goes off into so many different pantheons uh you know egyptian norse all that stuff Um, right and he's making bank people keep buying for the same concept i have have the red pyramid is that one of them that's the egyptian one yeah 
Ooh. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Um, we get more of Layla this episode. and Those parts were weak for me. Uh, just the, the scenes where it's them kind of trying to rekindle their marriage. It's the scene on the boat where they're on the boat and they're sailing yeah. a little bit. That's where I kind of felt like uh, just kind of dragging a little bit. You know, I, I know that's part of their dynamic. They were married before. Their marriage is strained. Layla doesn't know what's going on with Mark and his multiple personalities, which, which by the way, um, they gave us a little bit of a few nuggets with the whole Steven personality. So before we didn't know if we didn't know how long Steven or whichever personality is the main one. <laughs> we right. don't know. We don't know how long their personalities were split up until this episode. We didn't know if maybe Steven was formed as a means for Mark to cope with, uh, you know, Conchu. with Conshu, what's going on right now. What we do know is at the very least, this whole Steven personality was going on when Mark and Layla were still together. Because Mark says something along the lines of, uh, oh, uh, because Layla says, oh, you, you should have told me if it was, if you were losing control, you know, we could have worked this out. And He's Mark... Go ahead. No, he was like, yeah, I thought I had it under control. Right. I, I had it under control until recently. And that's why I left. So it's one of those things right. where it's like, okay, so we know Steven was a thing. Or maybe it wasn't Steven yet. Maybe it was that third one, that third personality that we don't know. Scotty. I still want to know what's happening with him and his family. Because, like, he was, you know, dead set on communicating with his mom. Like, I The think mom. It's a Who is that? We're going to meet the mom. It, it, it has to be some sort of innocence of his youth because I think something happened to his mom. I don't think his mom is still alive, personally. Right, right. No, I, I think that too because I can see it going in like a dark, like sad type of theme with the mom because the mom has never picked up. I, I don't think so. No, but then again, she also said, are you, oh, are you talking to your mom again? That's yeah, right, like that's alive. right. She did say that. I think she's alive, but yes, the relationship is clearly strained. Probably do from all this. Which makes me wonder, is this like a legit like personality disorder that he has? Because that was another assumption too. Was this something brought on by Khonshu? So it's kind of like a mythical thing going on inside his body? Or does this character really have, uh, you know, split personality uh, disorder? Or uh, I think it's dissociative. Dissociative um, identity, identity disorder. There we go. Correct. Right. Yep. I think they're leaning more towards that. I I think it's I think the whole split between Mark and Steven might actually just be he has that going on with him. I, it might have nothing to do with um the, the whole Khonshu thing. Yeah, and I mean like Khonshu took over when he was done with Arthur. And so where were they like in the middle of walking over that they cross paths? Cause I, I feel like it's like one of those things where like the spirit leaves and it goes and it attaches onto like the next closest thing. Yes, I think so. Actually, now that you mentioned that, it's probably what they're going to explore. We're going to see how maybe the whole process has to start over again. As far as, you know, not like all the way over, but it's like we see how he enters the avatar. Cause now that he's in the stone, he has to re-enter Mark. And then maybe they'll peel back the flashback and show us just exactly what happened. Because 
Uh, they keep referring to this dig site that Layla's father was involved in too. Right. And that Layla should not have been around. Uh, and then, you know, Mark is oh, a mercenary. They, that's right. They found the the scarab. They originally found the scarab, I, right. So not in Latveria. So what was he doing in Latveria? No, no. Stop calling it Latveria. <laughs> what was he doing in the... He was probably the stealing owl. it back from the Arthur. Owl. Because huh? this... He was probably stealing it back from Arthur because it seems, you know, if Kanchu and Arthur have a past, Kanchu probably knows about some of his, you know, some of the things they might have oh. ran into, you know, as okay. far as, you know, how did he get that? The cane, you know, why does it, how, why, you know, how did he become obsessed with Amit? And shoot, and at this point, they found Amit's tomb. I mean, that was right. in the, that they found Amit's tomb based off of like the scarab led him exactly where it is. They were digging. How is he like now? Just like if I found the tomb, I'd be there like digging day and night and like staying at the dig site. Like, oh, why uh, is he if, traveling around sitting in trucks and like, well, if the, if the gods call on you, you gotta go. Yeah, but the gods call him at like whatever location. He can just walk into a sand dune, like in exactly Aladdin. I, I think he even made a point for that. He said, you know, uh, Khonshu's making the call. Oh man, I can't believe he's doing this. You guys keep digging. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go to this, uh, this city meeting, this conference. Um, I guess he can just like leave his team there to go dig while he goes and into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the he, cultists. They work around the clock. They're digging. Correct. No break. They, they don't even call it work. They said this is a uh, this is what we were here. This is what we're here for. This is holy this is destiny. Right, 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 right. Ahmed judged us. We're good. Here we are. So, um, I do want to do one final shout out because this is like the last thing that is coming to my mind. Um, shout out to Oscar Isaacs for his acting skills for like when he was like there in the the desert and like. He was full on Mark, and then he's like, "All right, fine, you take over." Well, thanks, friend. Like, I'm glad. Oh, to be the switch! I, I like the switch. I like the switch. Without the mirror, I was like, "Damn, all right." I felt it. Well, and it and it's cool too because some of those shots are just, you know, they're shooting the mirror and they, you know, watch him talk to himself, versus yeah. you know, two separate shots of you know, uh, Stephen and Mark. But yes, Oscar Isaac, man, he carries, man. He does. Um, he sold it. I I believed it. I believed right. It. Two different I don't characters. think. I don't think. I think Oscar Isaac was the best choice. I don't know who else could have done this role. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Very funny, Strick. <laughs> Just talking more about Nolbit, Nutty Professor. Oh, Nolbit. Let's not do this. Granted, with that said, now that you mention it, Eddie Murphy can do multiple roles. He has range. In a movie. Yes. Oh, that's right. Uh, buddy. Buddy. And all, the, the nutty professor coming to America, Norbit, he's known for king, multiple the real roles. king. You're right. Eat your heart out, Oscar Isaac. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we. We can also get hours in there. Dr. Evil. No. Myers. Ooh. No. 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 Mark Myers more. will be in a Marvel film. Wait. Just he wait. could be. He could be. Mike Myers been popping up in films that I had never thought he'd be in. Mike Myers is in, in Glorious Bastards. Had never thought he might have been in a Quentin He's in that movie? movie. 
He is wow. correct. I did not. Yeah. Know he's, that. he's what? He's fat bastard. <laughs> he is also fat that bastard. That's true. No, but out of all belly. the fat one. Correct. <laughs> it's a joke that did not land very well. It's okay. Zing. It's okay. Oh uh, well, goodness, yeah. Is I think we covered just about everything for episode three of cool. Moon Knight. Um, final thoughts? Are, are we still along for the ride? Is this one, <laughs> Doctor Jace? You said lower Marvel move, uh, shows. I don't know where it is in the ranking. I got to give it the last three episodes, but so far, it's it, it's taking its time to to grow on me. Ooh, I, I think, think this. I'll go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think this is working its way on me better than Loki ever could. Um, that's all I'll say that You, you know how many people would disagree with that? Yeah, I know. It's crazy like how many fans there are out there for Loki. I've had so it. many conversations with people about Loki, and, and they're like, oh, my God, Loki, Loki the GOAT, Loki the GOAT, the show, the show. And I'm like, did you watch it weekly? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course I watch it weekly. I'm like, there's no way you were on board for Loki every week. Right. Yeah. yeah. As a binge, maybe I can buy it as a as a straight binge, but I not agree. weekly. I I don't know. The Moon Knight for sure. Even though I I mentioned it stumbled a little bit in this episode, the parts that it did well, I think it really did well. And for a new hero that we don't know anything about, I think I have to give credit where credit's due. I'm invested. I'm asking questions. I want to know more, and I want to see more. Um, and for a lesser known hero like Moon Knight, who again, we pretty much established, we only really knew about him from random Marvel video games from like 15 years ago. Uh, shout out to the Goat Web of Shadows, not on the Wii, only on the PS3 and Xbox. Man, whatever. <laughs> it's fun to swing your webs by flicking the Wii remote. It was fun. Motion controls. Whatever. Haters. Um... But hey, I'm I'm here for it. Moon Knight, keep doing what you do. And also the setting's cool too. Egypt. I don't think we've really gotten like a unique setting like this yet in Marvel. Um, so I'm here for that as well. Uh and yeah, keep it up, Marv. Three episodes yeah. left. And three yeah, episodes, yeah. I'm I'm still in. I'm still in. I Let's think where, I say what? Let's see where it goes. Let's see, see where, where it goes. goes. But there you have it, folks, from us at the Yonko table covering Moon Knight episode three. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, wherever you listen to your Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where all your podcast viewing stations. And be sure to subscribe to us. And again, we got plenty of content coming at you. We got y'all. We got y'all. We got y'all. All right. So, hey, that's Grandmaster Hoop, Dr. Chase Attorney, and Darce. We'll catch you on our next episode, y'all. Y'all take care.